The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Two minutes past three. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Currently 16 degrees outside. Not a bad spring day. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, Balfour's and Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. All righty, let's welcome Mr. Laugh a Minute, the Rooch. What's the matter you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up for you. It's face. not so bad. Hello, Rich. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Wednesday. Thank you kindly. I had a lovely start to the day at Karen Rolton Oval, but the Redbacks didn't have a good start to the day. No, no. no they salvaged a reasonable score yesterday, but mm. it's obviously a very good batting track, Rich. Can you point, update us on To the, the point score? where Tasmania now leads by seven runs. They're five for 314 in response to South Australia's 307. We might have to speak to Ryan Harris again. Got to get the quicks being quicker, I guess. Well, it's, oh. uh, we wouldn't want to lose the first game of the no, season. Not There's been a lot of talk, and uh, we spoke to Riser on Friday. Uh, no, Monday, didn't we? Oh, the Monday. days fly by, Kim. Holiday Monday, yes. we spoke to him. A uh, reasonable show coming up, Rich. Good. Well, a damn good one. Oh, even better. <laughs> it's up to you whether it's a good show or not. Are you Three- going to do any more of those? Word twisters because Mum liked them yesterday. Oh, did she? Oh, yes. we, she had a bit more commentary, but I won't go in there. Yeah, well, no, we do have those um, Doctor Pickles <laughs> Deluxe Pickle Packs for tattoo healing and rejuvenation to give away. We have about fifteen of those. They're worth forty four ninety five each, Rooch. So if you've had a tattoo recently, if you want a premiership in netball, football, whatever it may be, or if you have an old tattoo and you just want it spruced up a bit. Some of these creams that you pop on, Linesy, our erstwhile panel operator here, got a tattoo when he was 18. It's, Doesn't know why. It's sort of a little larger than when he was an 18-year-old now because he spread a little bit, ah, but he's whacked a bit of cream on it yeah. and he's tightened up beautifully. But you have this roll off your tongue so well. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> I am impressed. Awkward. Um well, Rich, you can do it if you want. No, I'd trip up over every second syllable. I oh, would, would you? All right. Do you want to hear the pheasant plucker again? Yes. That, that I'm not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker's son. I'll sit here plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. Could cost me my job, that. That's what you're trying to do, I know. <laughs> you asshole. All right. Uh, good yeah, show yeah, coming yeah. up. Don't make out you're a quiet boy. Uh, 3.35, Ange Foley will join us. Port Adelaide AFLW star. If you wanted to be in the trenches with anyone, it yes. would be with Ange. Absolute uh, beauty. Gemma Howell. If only their goal kicking was as straight as some trenches, Kim. Yeah, well, all trenches aren't straight, Rooch. Um, Gemma Houghton, we spoke to her last week. She played one hell of a game. Mm. She put it all out there. You lost to a side, Rooch, that hadn't won a game all year. I know. And what was the final score in terms of goals behind for Port Adelaide? Wasn't good there. No, I know. Uh, You take on Sydney this week, 4.35 at Albert Oval. So all the uh, power supporters get down there, support the girls, 4.35. It's 14th, the 13th. Yeah, they're at the wrong end of the table. They are. I'm afraid. They are. It, it's afraid. not easy, the, no, it's not. the, the newer sites up. that have come in. A lot in. of catch-up going on. Uh, at 4 o'clock, we'll get into the uh, trade updates. People have gone mad. What happens, Rooch? 
Uh, a lot of time to fill in and a lot of speculation that goes with it I as know. well. I know. I was um, oh, just trying to get to a screenshot that I took and I oh. come up with a photo of myself dancing over in Melbourne. Um, really? Where did that screenshot go? Really? I don't think what I've sort seen. of dancing was this, Kim? Uh, no, no, it was just uh, Mr. Brightside. We were up and about. Well, there was a great one I saw. Adam Cooney has endorsed Roach. Ah, he comes up with some beauties. No, this wasn't his. He stole it from someone else. <laughs> I want to take it? you through it. Normally, I don't read all these that come up on social media. They're imaginative. Yeah. All right, I'm going to write one, this down then. Okay. Tell me if it uh, – stay right. with me. Yeah. Didn't plan to go here, but yeah. stay with me. And yeah. people, get involved. If you've got any suggestions how to get deals done for your club, send them through to us. Either via text or give us a call. Uh, the text line is 0427154166. We have a $50 IGA voucher to give away. I would give it to this gentleman that Adam Cooney has endorsed. Mm. All right, a mega trade. Stay with me. Get Ollie Wines, Sydney Get, Ollie Wines, Brody Grundy. Yep. They give, write it down, pick 23, 31, and 42. Port Adelaide Get, Zerk Thatcher, and Radagalia. They give Ollie Wines and pick 38. Melbourne get pick 38 and they give Brody Grundy. I don't know if I'd be happy there, but they can't argue, can they? they They're not playing. They've got to move him on. Let me keep going. Essendon get pick 31 from Brandon Zerk Thatcher, which I think is reasonable. Reasonable. Okay. And then the Cats get pick 23 for Asava Radagalia which I think they should be more than happy with. Now, do you like that deal, Port Adelaide supporters, or any supporters, but you'd be losing Ollie Wines? Yeah, that's the bit that I get stuck But on. that one I found wasn't absolutely ridiculous. I thought that was reasonable. Yeah, but it's got Ollie Wines in it. That doesn't fit for me. No, well, that's what I mean, each to their own. But mm. uh, it was only 15 minutes ago we're sitting out the back. Because everyone... Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, sorry. Whoa. 15 minutes ago we're sitting at the back of the studio and you were saying... My club has to give something to get something. Yeah, but not Ollie Wines. All right. No, I'm okay with because everyone else there is a player that wants to move on. Mm. Okay. You're gonna have to find me a Port Adelaide player who wants to move on. Well, it doesn't always work that way. I know, but I'm not putting Ollie Wines on the trade table. All righty, coming up anyway. Trade talk at four o'clock at four thirty-five. Brenton Sticks Phillips will join us. He's the Sample State Talent Manager. The 2023 AFL Draft Combine gets underway this Sunday. Used to be at uh, Marvel Roach, but it's uh, at Margaret Court Arena. Maybe it has the last few times. I'm not sure. Sixty-one players have been invited. Only eleven from South Australia. So we'll talk about some of that young talent. Mm. All right, you ready to go? Let's do it. Are you organised? I am. Time to go around the grounds. Here yes. we go. Uh, Tom Duday has nominated his club of choice. Yes, the Brisbane Football Club has announced that Tom Duday wants to take up free agency, which is his right as a restricted free agent, and join Brisbane. Adelaide's response is, yes, they understand Tom Duday does want to exercise. Who releases it first? There's a courtesy Adelaide protocol. Did first. Adelaide, Adelaide did first, first yeah. saying he's exercised his right as a free agent, hence they didn't mention Brisbane. Then Brisbane came mm. and saying it's nominated then. So the crazy attitude is... Yes, they do have the opportunity to match any rival offer for Duday. Will they do that, Kim? Uh, no, they won't. Right. It'll be five years around 600000 and they yeah. won't. So free agency opens on Friday. He's a restricted free agent. Adelaide has, as soon as Brisbane put in the paperwork, what do they get? Is it 20? I've forgotten how many hours it is, Kim. Is it 24 or 70? No, it'd be 24. So we don't expect them to match. No. Nope. 
Christ General Manager of List Management and Strategy, Justin Reid, said the club would assess its options in order to secure the best possible outcome during the free agency window and the Continental Ties AFL trade period, which begins on Monday, October the 9th. So best options is you ring AFL House and you say, tell us what your secret herbs and spices put before us. So Mm -hmm. we're thinking, it's hard to compare a lot of them, because we don't know what the secret herbs and spices are. We know about age, we know about contracts, we know about worth of contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they factor in all sorts of other little other Well, specials. Ben Mackay, because of his age, being under or being 25 mm-hmm. at the time, apparently he'll be about 775, which will guarantee a first round pick. Seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Two days and a second round pick. I would say so. So now I the options then Adelaide would be happy with that. Yeah, but the Adelaide options also are to say to Brisbane: Is there a way we can work this into a trade to get something better than a second round pick? That's their other option. Yeah. Well, if they get a uh, second round pick, Roach, they already have pick nine, pick twenty-one, and pick twenty-four. So they'll have a little bit of bargaining power to go up the ladder. And uh, look, they offered Tommy a five-year contract, but he chose to roll the dice, and. Um, it didn't work out. His preference was to stay in Adelaide. He's disappointed. But that's just the industry. Mm. Okay. And we'll see how this one plays out for him because yeah. he's and Josh going to Worrell, a very good club. Yeah. Josh Worrell has stepped up. So it could be win-win for everyone. Mm. All right. Let's jump into another one before we get into yes. a break. Uh, Callum Mills has uh, spoken about uh, his mishap. Where do you sit with this, Rooch? Silly. It's all silly. Yeah. But... Um, I'm not hanging him for it. No, it's disappointing. Not. It's disappointing for him because he gets a pre-season that gets mucked about. Pre-season but, and half a season by the look of it. But um, yeah, at what point do you have to keep apologising? Kane Corn said that they players that do this type of stuff should not be paid. Said that on Footy Classified. Wow. That's a big call. Yeah. That um, is a huge call. I think, look, listen to this apology. Oh, I think it's... He's very contrite. Is it a little over the top? I don't know. Uh, let's have a listen to Callum Mills addressing the situation and his apology. I want to firstly show my, my remorse and apologise to the club, the coaches, the board, my teammates, and especially the Swan supporters. I made a bad mistake. I put myself at risk and I take full responsibility. Uh, I'm obviously extremely disappointed And this is not a reflection uh, of the captain I aspired to be. Um, And I'm gutted this will potentially put the start of my season at risk. But one thing I do want to assure people is I'm doing everything I possibly can to get back as quick as possible. And for Swans fans, I want to make it really clear that this will not deter mine or my teammates' commitment to chasing success in, in 2024. Oh, where, do, where do we draw the line well, here? Well, where do you think he, you th- it's fair thing if you think if you just tuned in then you'd think he'd murdered someone. I'm trying to work out where you draw the line. So does Ollie Wines continue to water ski? Well, he does he can. put that away? I mean what, he didn't what? he didn't plan to do his shoulder. No one plans to do it. You know, he's being a having a play wrestle <laughs> Uh, he's damaged the rotor cuff rather seriously, but uh, interesting. What have he done we... that playing golf? What yeah. would we say then? Well, he, he's got history. Um, he was throwing a gridiron ball and he tripped That's on right. the gutter that time. That's right, yes. And then there was Dane Rampey, was it? That Was it Rampey that flat, fell over the fence just outside? The chain outside. Yeah, the uh, chain outside. I mean, they, they, the these things happen. I found it all very serious. Um, mm. So okay. what, well, let's find out what actually happened. Let's have a listen to Callum. 
What, um, what actually happened, Cal? Can you talk us through the incident, I guess? Look, I don't think that's necessarily important. Um, what is important that I'm here today and, and take ownership for, for my actions and, uh, and, and put my hand up and own it. Well, if you want to own it, tell us what happened. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> oh, well, enough of that. But uh, and, and to, no, to, to weave in there, though, um, I hope it doesn't affect my cat's aspirations. Like, uh, hardly the time or the place. I but would have thought. Help me, where, where do we draw the line now? You don't play golf because that could do your shoulders? No, well, we've chatted about this before, Rooch. We can flesh it out on the other side of the break because what time is it? 3.14 and 27 very, seconds. Very good. Very observant of you. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. 319, big thank you to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it and Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We're giving away a $50 IGA voucher. We may give away a couple for any great trade formulas or suggestions you came up with. And uh, Costa's come up with a beauty, Roach. What about this? Adelaide is meeting with Gold Coast Saturday morning. They are discussing pick four. Adelaide will have picks 9, 21, 22, due day compo, and 24. So Costa's saying they'll get pick 22 for due day, which we agree would be a second-round pick. Gold Coast want a future first for next year. Adelaide will also give 21 and 22, along with future first, for pick four. Four and nine will be on the table for Clayton Oliver. Interesting. Now, what interesting. do we? What do we? Well, I say interesting because what do we need to know about Clayton Oliver? Well, he's because running. as soon as you get a quality name such as Clayton Oliver being put on the table with seven-year contract, I'd be asking a lot of questions. Oh, there's no question. A lot You'd of have questions. to do your due diligence. He's won three or four best and fairest. He's so an absolute gun. Why does Melbourne want to move him on? Well, he's on a million a year. Maybe, maybe they're happy. Oh, my screen just went down with all the text. What is happening there? That's really annoying. I was about to read another one out. Uh, Rich, what we will do? Quality players you keep. So what is there about Clayton well, Oliver that's made him such an issue in the past 24 no, no, hours? No, 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 you're being mischievous there. I understand what you're saying. It may purely be the dollars, just like with Brody Grundy. Ooh. Well, 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 say something then. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how Clayton Oliver's become a trade item. Mm. It's just, well, it's shocked. You, it has shocked I understand, everyone. I understand the Grundy one because we're learning lots and lots about Brody Grundy recently. What, what, have you, not, what have you learned about him? Well, he's different, and it doesn't fit into every category. What, what of do you every, mean he's different? Well, Port Adelaide learned that about his about what his whole process or what he wants to do in football. It didn't meet their objectives. We didn't That's want to why. come back to Adelaide. Oh, there's a bit more to it than that. Well, well tell us. Well, no, he's, he's talking about his lifestyle and their all-in football theory. But he's got every right to want to exactly. be able to live wherever he wants. No, not about just lifestyle, about the way your outlook on football as well. Mm. It doesn't fit their criteria. Talking, uh, whilst we're getting the screen back with the text, which has just come back on, uh, Rooch, Andrew McWalter. Now, yes. it was just way too obvious that he may go to the Suns. No, never add up two and two to get six. <laughs> We alluded well, to Well, Adam Uze goes from Melbourne to Richmond. There's a vacancy at Melbourne. Mm. 
Or maybe Andrew McWalter's knocking on the door at Melbourne. It's not far away to get from one side of the stadium to the other at Melbourne. That, that knock is. Knock on the door and see if Melbourne's interested in having him as an assistant coach. That Won't is. be St Kilda. No. Where he's a player. No, what Ross was asked about that only yesterday, I think. He said. Last uh, week. Last week. He was keen on him. He approached him last year. He said, that ship has sailed. Gone. Hey, life's all about uh, timing. timing. All right, we'll get into some of these texts on the other side of the break. We'll talk about Tim Taranto. Our good friend Kano said he's not in the best 150. Well, he's in the best 44 and number one at Richmond. Number one. Took out their best and fairest uh, last night. Kimba on the Roots, keep the texts coming. We have $50 IGA vouchers to give away. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Standing in the Hall of Fame. 3.28, big thank you to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it? We're live from Studio Lumo SA. We had a couple of $50 IGA vouchers to give away for the best text or call regarding trade. Um, Roach, you've attracted a little bit of attention. That's this one good to hear. Says, Roach, the negative Nancy on anyone Adelaide target and all four Port Powers, power targets. Same dialogue every year. Anti-Crows, that's from Billy Kay. Well, Billy Kay, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm in no different camp to Gary Lyon. Cam Mooney and anyone else is saying, how come all of a sudden we've got Clayton Oliver being talked about as trade bait? Why? Bit, you, you were um, why you were sort of throwing a little bit of innuendo out there. Well, you, the only thing you can assume from all that is a player who is, how many best and fairest? Three or four. On a contract for how um, long? million dollars, up to 30. So that means he... Th- uh, up to 20, 30, not 30 clearly, years of age. Clearly in the top echelon. Well, it, you do not put someone that into the trade sphere unless you've got a major issue with them. Um, well, it could be a cash flow issue as well. They might be happy to uh, offload some of that salary, go to the draft. Then they say he's a generational player, but we say that about everyone. Like so Jason Horn Francis, apparently. So if you're only a generational player... What's the one thing everyone chases? Midfielders. Yep, that's true. Right. Uh, Oliver has got the players offside, apparently. He went and saw a physio about his injury outside of the club because he wasn't happy. The club were livid, but his relationship with Burgess is strong, apparently. So maybe it's a relationship thing, Rooch. Where's another one? Rooch, you are so cut up that Crows are a chance with Oliver and are becoming a destination club, while Port keeps getting... C-graders, I don't know about Jason Ward France or the C-grader. If Port was linked, you'd be all over it. No, I wouldn't. I'd be saying the very same thing. I'm very, very curious as to why Clayton Oliver is. And before you go too far, I haven't heard Oliver say he wants to go to Adelaide. Uh, No, no one's saying anything at the moment. That's that's the funny thing, isn't it? No one is saying anything. Let me finish this text. Yeah. The same text coming through, Roach. Boys, did you also hear Sam Edmund confirm the rumours of Petty wanting to come home to the Crows? That's from Daniel. Yes, we uh, we knew about that before Sammy said it. Mm. Um, so that will be interesting. Hey, Roach, news coming up. But just quickly, though, the uh, Richmond BNF last night. What happened? Well, we have Tim Tarando winning the Jack Dyer medal. 68 votes. He wins it on a 14-point margin on... Dustin Martin. Yes. Troy Bolton was third with 50. Beautifully done, Roach. Could have been a little bit quicker. Let's hear Tim Taranto thanking Hardwick and McWalter. Uh, a few coaches. Uh, Dimmer, I mean, we are, our time is only uh, short-lived, but I do appreciate you um, for taking the time to 
get me to the club and, and learning off you for only a short time. Uh, Mini, I mean, I met you as my midfield coach at the start of the year and um, you are one of the best blokes in footy, mate, and um, I wish you all the best. You've taught me so much and you've welcomed me and my family so much. So, Mini, all the best and I love you, mate. And just quickly, Adam Uze, as the new coach, addressed the masses and the faithful at the best and fairest. Here he is. To be honest, it's been terrific. Tonight's just about, I want to touch base with them and make sure that they're going on their holidays, they're still on leave, and I don't want day one to be the first time I've looking our players in the eye. So today's just going to be an informal hello, and hopefully they meet my wife, and I want to meet their partners and things like that. I love the art of kicking. I love the connection with players, um, with helping them with that. So, um, yeah, I believe I've got a skill set that can help that, and, and I think it's an opportunity for our footy club to get better. <laughs> Why do you want to coach Richmond? Oh, Connections. I want, I want to meet the wives and partners. That it's didn't come out right, did it? Uh, news coming up, then we'll be chatting to Ange Foley. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Thirty-six. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at Number One King William Street in the city. Not a bad spring day outside. Currently fifteen degrees. Just a reminder: Brenton Phillips will be coming up after four thirty. Of course, Stixie is the Sample State Talent Manager, and the twenty twenty-three AFL Draft Combine gets underway this Sunday. Reach at uh, Margaret Court Arena. Sixty-one youngsters. Aspiring to be AFL players have been invited. Eleven from South Australia. Mm. Alrighty, we are giving away fifty dollars IGA vouchers for any great trade suggestions. Uh, a bit of humour out there, Rooch. Mario says I would trade Roochie back to the Peckers. I think there'd be a lot of resistance there, Rooch, would there? Uh, what are you getting? Not much. Oh, that's what I mean. They wouldn't. They just yeah, gone. Uh, there's another one. Uh, Chopsy says I would trade the rat and Leanne from Dylan's bachelor pad to Rucci's Mile End Mansion. I'd be happy to get rid of them. I love her. She's my sister. But there you go. They've been there. Stay at too long. Meant to be seven months. It's going to be bloody thirteen. Oh, Our next guest is an absolute beauty. We mentioned earlier if you wanted to be in the trenches with someone, yes, it would be with Ange Foley, and she joins us now. Hello, Ange. Hello, thanks for having me on again, guys. No, we love it. Let's jump into it. I watched the game, a big opportunity. You had a pretty good draw over the last, uh, well, the coming weeks. Uh, went down to West Coast by six points. Couldn't get it through those white sticks. Mm. I kept uh, bouncing short, unfortunately. Jem had a night out and mm. um, unfortunately it didn't, didn't go our way. So, yeah, um, looking forward to this week, though. Just on Gemma, she was absolutely huge in that second half and that final term nearly willed you over the line. Yeah, she's been brilliant, um, you know, for the whole season for us so far. She was great against the Saints um, and probably one of the best games I've seen her play against mm. Geelong. Um, she's just getting better and better and I love playing with her. So for as good as Gemma was, Ange, how much missing, missing Ashley Saint proved to be the issue for you other than just the goal-kicking conversion? Yeah, 100%. Like, Ash is an all-Australian forward. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we, um, you know, didn't have her down there as a big tall marking mm. forward to help Gemma out. Um, we're certainly looking forward to having her back this week. How are you coping, you know, after coming? I know you've been at Port for a couple of years now, but after coming from a winning program, and uh, has it been difficult not being able to get the four points on a regular basis? 
yeah, frustrating. Mm. Um, you go out to win every every single game, um, and I suppose the exciting part, but also the frustrating part at times, is um, I know that we're absolutely capable of winning games of football, and um, you know we sh- we should have won on the weekend. Um, we were disappointed with. Um, some some undisciplined stuff, but also skill execution, um, and we're just, you know, finding that we're, you know, we're there, we're almost there, and there's, it's still patchy. Um, that's what you find with a young group. We're two years in. Um, we just got to keep grinding away, and it's absolutely going to come. Um, um, that's what excites me about playing for Port Adelaide at the moment. So, how do you address that with the uh, the review, the post game review? What's been the process this week? I think it was yesterday was our main session, our first one back after the game. Um, we try to keep really positive um, because, you know, we've still got half a season to look forward to. Um, you know, if we come in and, you know what, um, young kids are like, if you um, come in firing and, and telling them what they did wrong and all that kind of thing, it sometimes doesn't sit right. We start, try to stay really positive, speak about you know, all the really good things. Obviously, we talked about the things that we could have done better, but mm. um, we're going to keep our heads up, the vibe still up, and, um, you know, just get ready for, for Sydney. We're really excited about coming home to Alberton this weekend. And everyone's been debating this for decades, goal-kicking conversion. So what do you do on this one? Is it about more practice and then the old argument that you don't have enough time to be able to put the practice in, or is it above the shoulders at the moment? Um, to be honest, we didn't really talk much about um, goal kicking conversion because they were all kind of like rush sort of. There was no, there was not a heap of kind of set shots sort of mm-hmm. things. Um, we talked more about the play leading up to these sort of things and okay. how we could have had better opportunities um, to kick goals. So um, it was more so not about the um, the goal kicking itself. It was more about you know how we were ent- entering inside fifty and where those opportunities come from. We're live and interactive. The text line is 0427154166. You're getting a little bit of love, Ange. This is from Brett. He says, Ange, you are a warrior. I'm glad we got you at Port. Keep up the great <laughs> tough footy. You are tough. There's no question of that. You said you wanted to look forward. Yeah, let's have a look at Saturday then. 4.35, a late game, but daylight saving now. You take on the Swannies. They're sitting in 13th position. You're in 14th position. This is a, another very winnable game. Yeah, absolutely. I- think about the Swans and the last time we played them it was our first ever win mm. um, I'll never forget that day and um, you know to be home at Alberton to hopefully do it all again um, first twilight match as you mentioned mm. um, it's, it's school holiday time so we've got some activation things happening around the ground for the kids um, looking forward to a packed house we've even got fireworks at, yeah. at the end of the night I'm told so um, hopefully that spurs some people on to um, come down and, and check it out it's amazing, as to say, you're halfway through a season, isn't yeah. it? Now, last year it was rushed. Now you've got a genuine pre-season in. You know each other a little more. Yeah. How much has developed in these five games this year? Yeah, huge. Um, you know, just just to have a pre-season is um, great. We had, obviously, a very rushed one, if, if one at all, last year. Yeah. Um, we've got to know each other a little bit more. Um, we worked hugely on our fitness. Um, we're trying to execute a really quick... Um, fast um, game style, which is, is happening, as I said, in patches, but it's definitely developing. Um, yeah, I mean, we're five games in and, mm. um, you know, we're looking forward to hopefully winning the next five with, with what we've got because we're absolutely capable. So it's exciting um, and it's good that we, we do have some, we have five seasons now to look forward to that's 
set in stone for us and we can yes, start yes. to get some yeah. consistency. Uh, it's a brutal world footy. Uh, we know that Julia Teagle's been injured with a foot injury out for another week or two. How has she been since Bryn was delisted mm. from the uh, men's program? Uh, Teeks is um, doing really well coming back from her, um, yeah, her foot injury. She's, she was, I was actually running with her at Captain's Run a couple uh, last week in, in Perth. Um, you know, she, she's a great character um, and awesome to have around the club. She's in our emerging leader group and she'll be fit and firing, I'm hoping, in the next week or so. Well, Ange, we wish you all the very best for Saturday. It's a 4.35 game at Albert and Oval. As Ange said, get onto the website, the Port Adelaide website. There's going to be a lot of activities there for the kids at school holidays. Let's hope you get a massive crowd there and you get the four points. And we are talking to you today because of our good friends at IGA Supermarkets supporting women in sport. And stay on the line. Bumfluff Benny, our producer, who can't grow a moustache and he's 31, uh, has a $100 <laughs> IGA voucher just for you. Oh, thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's our pleasure. <laughs> that's great. I've just moved into a new house, so that'll fill the cupboards. That's great. Uh, what, what, what's your, if you walk into a into IGA with $100, which you will, uh, where do you go first? Chocolate, veggies? Well, fruit and veggies. It's always first, right? Yeah. Fruit and veggies. Yep, love it. That's always first. Favourite vegetable? Um, all, all, all the fresh stuff. Favourite veg. I was, was going to go banana because uh, that's my favourite fruit, but favourite vegetable would have to be potato. I'm with you. Love it. Stay on the line, Ange, and good luck on Saturday. Thanks so much. There we go. That game gets underway again. 4.35. They take on the Sydney Swans. Surely the four points. That's very responsible of Ange. Fruit and veg first. Where do you go first? You keep asking people, where do you go first? Well, I I go into the Romeo's IGAs. And, uh, you know, normally to the right, if I need bread, I grab that first. But it's funny when Ange said bananas. That's the next thing. Ah where you enter. So I like a banana every morning, Rooch. Nice. I'm glad you're interested. And well, then you I, keep asking. We yeah, well, yeah, ask well I get a lot of pre-made. Well, until Leanne and John have moved in. So she cooks every night. Half your I luck. never used to cook Half that much, Rooch. Apologies, everyone. You've just lost two minutes of your life. <laughs> um, stack of text coming through still. Um, hi, lads. I think Dan Houston needs to be our next captain. Yeah, Rooch, unless you know something, I don't think, just because you seem to be the next in line because you're a joint he, captain. He, I think he, there's a new era at Port Adelaide now and you need to go with youth for the next captain. I hear all that. But Ollie Wines would have been captain more often than not in the past two years. Mm-hmm. He was well, there you the go. He's joint had a, he's captain. Had a, he's had a go. No, he hasn't had it in his own right. His own I'll right. Tell Warren Treadray that. He was only an acting I'm not captain. going there. He got, no, he, well, I'm just Warren saying. became captain in his own right. He did. Eventually. Yes. After Matt so promised. Yeah. should be captain in his own right as well. No, but you said uh, it hasn't been, whilst he's acting captain, that's not really being captain. That was your inference. I think he, no, I think you deserve that. He's proven that he can be a captain. So be the captain with the title. I don't know if everyone's on board with okay, you there. We'll, we'll do a uh, poll. But, but we, the one we, thing we I do know. once before. The one thing I do Let know. Let me finish reading the text, can sorry. I? Sorry. I think Dan Houston needs to be our next captain. Ollie Wines over his career has consistently gone missing in big games like finals and showdowns. Mm. Boak was the same. DBJ is the same. Premiership captains are inspirational and stand up when it counts. That's from Joe. Well, Joe's making some good points there. And the key point for me on that one, one I've probably taken the walls to boredom on this all year, Mm. is you need more leaders who don't have titles. People who... 
we can go through teams and say, all right, well, let, let, him, let, him, Rory let him be a leader without Rory a Rory Laird is a leader on the field without a title, isn't mm-hmm. he? Okay, that's what Port needs. Well, why can't Wines do that? Because he deserves to be captain. What, just because he's... He deserves to be captain, Kip. Yeah. And I agree with Dan Houston as well, well. Well, you just keep repeating yourself without giving a good reason. Kim, he is... How old is he now? Oh, I don't know. I don't keep his birth certificate, but I would say... <laughs> oh, don't the... use that as an excuse. Well, I don't. Well, look it up then. What is he, 29? Surely you could look at him and say he was cast... Let's be real. He was cast aside when it was that disastrous... Well, they had to pick captaincy. one or the other. He has served superbly as a lieutenant to Tom Jonas. More times than not, he's had to be captain in recent times. He deserves that right. You're close to the family. That's why you're sticking oh, fat. No, you're blinkered at the moment. Oh, I love Ollie, but I think you're uh, blinkered there. Uh, here's a hello, text. Tony. A pa- hello, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> love your son. Um, I just think they need to be bold. Hey, I'm happy to debate it with you, Kim. It's just where my vote lands at the moment. And uh, you know I'm well, very not... keen on Dan Houston being captain mm. as well. But I think it's... He's, I no, think... he's banned now after oh, Brownlow 9. <laughs> but, but you see my point. Like, it's not just about one person. You really do need a lot of leaders in the team. Oh, really? Well, Kim, I'm not saying the obvious. I'm pointing out there is an issue. Well, isn't that, that Joe... an opportunity then that he's got the experience, he's been captain, yeah. right? Let him be a leader without the title and it's time to blood some of the new boys, the future. Yeah, well, Richmond could have said the same about Cochin, but they stood with him. Apart from, he was the captain already though, Rich. That's mm. the difference. And performing and winning premierships. Mm, well done. Crap argument, that one. No, it isn't. Apart from his Brownlow year, Ollie hasn't done a huge amount. That's another text that's, that's coming through. That's isn't he? Rucci goes straight to the coffee section at IGO, buys, <laughs> buys nothing, then goes home. <laughs> uh, I love it. Wish he'd buy me one at uh, 3.48. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. 3.54, just had a good chat to Ange Foley from the Port Adelaide Football Club and their AFLW program. A big day coming up on Saturday. Get onto their website. There's going to be a lot of activities and fireworks. It's a twilight game. And we spoke to her, thanks to IGA Supermarkets, supporting women in sport. For great saves and local faves, visit your nearest IGA. We always get feedback. It's not always good. Maybe accurate, Roach. Uh, this one says, I know this may sound harsh, but Port's AFLW side does not look fit enough. Does that go back to your point about depth of squads and the, the, the last players picked are still behind the eight ball in terms of where the longer-serving teams have oh, just developed the, 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 bases for their players? Uh, so they look off, then slower? And no, there's a bit of both. Off-air observation, you know, it's still a growing code. Of course it is. And uh, as I always say, you can't compare it to the men's. No. But uh, no, I would say the last five, six, seven players in some of the bottom teams, mm. um, their skill sets are uh, still a fair way off. Mm. But okay. the better players, it's uh, it's still good to watch. It's still footy, Roach. Uh, here we go. Text on uh, Clayton Oliver. Clary. Oliver would look great in the fruit tingles with a strawberry on top. <laughs> a bit like Benny Hart being a GWS. Uh, save some of our picks or draft points for next year and beyond for the likes of Tyler Walsh, Scotty Walsh's son, and Max Michelani's little brother. Mm. Appreciate that text. All right. Is this all hoo-ha or is it real? Tom Morris was on with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson this morning talking about Clayton Oliver. 
there's still a long way to go. So that's really important to note that Melbourne is not trying to push him out. Um, but this story emanates from the fact that rival clubs believe that he's gettable for the right price. And they don't think that about Max Gorn. They don't think that mm. about Christian Petrarca. Um, they don't think that about other star players. But Oliver is different. There's a lot going on behind the scenes with Clayton Oliver this year. He has had his most difficult year to endure because of injuries, because of um, – off. so his view is that the club mishandled his hamstring injury and that the medical department and the strength and conditioning department – didn't do what's best by him. The club's view is that his professionalism wasn't what it should be. They don't doubt his talents. They don't doubt that on the field he's a competitor and he's a star when he plays and when he came back, he was a star. But there is a disconnect between the two at the moment. Does he want to move on? I don't know the answer to that. But it's worth putting on the agenda if Melbourne is open to it for the right deal. They have already fielded inquiries from clubs. What does this all mean? (laughs) I don't know. Hey, look. Riley Beveridge and Cal Toomey yeah. uh, broke the story. So uh, someone has they're started. They're on the money. Someone, look, it's either Melbourne, it's Oliver's manager, or is it simply a club saying an opportunity's opening up here? We're hearing well, there, there there's be, unrest there, so yeah. we'll take advantage. Yeah, there's been some discontent maybe. Uh, it's a strange situation. I thought they were all happy campers there. Hey, Tommy went on, uh, this is on AFL Trade Radio, to talking about uh, the fact that Adelaide is one of the two clubs interested in Oliver. Adelaide and Essendon are two clubs which have shown more than just a passing interest in Clayton Oliver. Adelaide and Essendon. So the Crows have the connection with their fitness boss, Darren Burgess, who has an excellent relationship with Oliver at Melbourne. Oliver really liked him, and we know that one of Oliver's biggest gripes with the Demons, whether it's fair or not, is not for me to decide, is that uh, he feels as if his troubles this year with injuries were mishandled. So that's the Crows. Interesting, Interesting midfield. You'll have the captain in the midfield. Jordan Dawson. Yep. They want Schonberg to be I in. I know where this they've is going re- already. They've re signed Matty Crouch. They yeah. keep telling us that Isaac Rankin wants to be in there, Roach. Yes. Wants to be in there. And they oh, want the who slips out? And Josh Rochelle, they want him in there as well. Oh, it's getting very crowded. And. Laddie, ah, here he, was, he was. Oh, you started <laughs> he this story, to, did he you? He wants to be there, Ruth. This is it. This is your way you of got 20 getting votes. Rory Laird in defence. 20 is votes it? in the uh, Brownlow. Well, how do you fit them all in? <laughs> if they, just say this truth to it, being serious, how do you fit them all in? Well, that's a great problem to have, Kim. Depth in the midfield well, is very, It's all very, very well vital. to say it's a great problem to have. It still needs to be addressed. Yeah, well, I know how you've solved it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Rory. Yeah, hopefully he's overseas at the moment. <laughs> yeah, send him back to defence and sorry to Pistol Parnell. Did who's... you start all this? No. So you can just get Rory led in defence. Are you no. engineering this? everywhere. Wow. No, I, I definitely didn't, Roach. Not well, that, we've got not one radio host engineering a Brownlow medalist move and you're engineering Clayton Oliver's move. Uh, not true. What's uh, <laughs> Ethel said here? Sorry, Hello, I'm, Ethel. I'm reading and listening just yeah. to see in case she's going to assess. Oh, I'll give you an update from Karen Rolton over. Oh, yes. Tasmania now is seven for 347, leading by 40 on the Redbacks, 307. Well, not too much damage there. Not yet. Roach. <laughs> Uh, hey, I've been bitten many times here. Oh, here we go. The Port Adelaide women's uh, team are unfit because SEN keep giving the girls vouchers and <laughs> telling them to buy chocolate. That's Ethel from Ethel. And <laughs> that is true. Uh, I know, I do say that. That is true. I, I just like, I'm a bit of a voyeur. I like getting into people's Pardon? lives. Into their lives to know what their eating habits are. Right. right. 
Oh, don't. Where, where do you go? Seriously. Uh, guys, here's a text. I'll tidy things up a bit, Reach. Uh, and Mrs. Reachy, chat to your son. <laughs> she He's did unhinged. last night. He's unhinged lately. Uh, guys, don't discount Petty wanting to come home. That's mm. a big one for Adelaide. Yes. He's a good 200-centimetre swing man. They need to tie that to the McAdam deal. Mm. Easier said than done. He's contracted. Well, that's Clay Nola has got a big one. contract too. Well, how are they going to get? How are they going to get them all? Oh, right? It's uh, staggering. All righty, we, uh, you need to talk trade soon. All right, that's coming up after four o'clock. We're still giving away those fifty dollars IGA vouchers. Here's one. Afternoon, boys. What's happening with James Borlase? Why is Justin Reed so negative against some South Australian players? Roe, pardon? Roe was a disgrace. Oh, is that Jimmy Roe? I think that may have been personal. Oliver to Adelaide won't happen from Mark the fake. The man. Oh, that, yeah, he's, yes. he's not a poor fan. No, no. But what's, um, that, what's that reference Why is to Justin, Justin Reed so negative against South Australian players? Well, I think we've explained what's happening with James Borlase. It's all that. dependent on whether they can get Mabwa Chol. Which and, affects Elliot Himmelberg. Yeah, and well. whether Duday stayed or not, with him going, is a better chance that James might get another year. Mm. If Himmelberg goes, mm, not quite so much, Roach. Uh, Jimmy Rowe was unlucky. but um, have He you would have been squeezed out of that attack. Yeah, e- exactly, with Rankin and uh, Rochelle. Yeah. Thank you, though, Mark the Fake. Uh, one minute past four, Kimba on the Roach with you. We're live from Studio R- uh, Lumo. <laughs> Rumo. Rumors. <laughs> IGA uh, Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Shut up, Roach. Making SEN headlines, a number of communities in Victoria's Gippsland region are being evacuated as a major flood warning is issued for the McAllister River downstream of Lake Glen Maggie. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Three minutes past four. I love pies and pasties. We love Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since uh, 1853. Just a reminder, coming up at 4.35, Brenton Sticks Phillips. How many games did he play of AFL footy, Rooch? Great question, Kim. Come on, have a stab. If you can get get within, if you can get within five, is that fair? Five. Ten. If you can get within ten, I'll deduct a coffee, I mean. You're up to 15 now. Uh, 162. Uh, you owe me 16 coffees now. Damn. How many did he play? 10 for Essendon, 61 for Brisbane, 71 in total. Oh, I thought there were more than that. Yeah, I thought it was a little more. Stixie will be joining sure. us. Uh, he's the Sample State Talent Manager. The 2023 AFL Draft Combine gets underway oh. on Sunday. <laughs> 16 oh, coffees uh, hanging on the wall. If one, yeah, anyway. Uh, that happens at Margaret Court Arena. Uh, 11 South Aussies have been invited. Roachy Roach, time to talk more draft, and it is brought to you by CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. You got to know when to hold up. Oh, yeah. Know when to fold up. 
way and know when to run. You never count your. We should play the whole song. Love that song. Uh, we're giving away $50 IGA vouchers as well for good suggestions. Costa, you've won a $50 IGA voucher. I'm giving one to Modbury Mac as well. Not overly creative, but I posed the question, would this get the deal done, Rooch? Good afternoon, boys. Crows to hand over all their 2023 draft picks. So that's pick 9, 21, 22, and the due day one, which will be 24. Oh, sorry, that'll be 22. And pick 84. And get and McAdam to get Oliver and Petty. Would it get the deal done? Well, Melbourne would be in the conversation, wouldn't they? Well, that, that's they would be in that the would be something to think about, wouldn't it? Yeah. It wouldn't be ridiculous. They get McAdam, they get yep. their forward that they want. Yep, a little bit of X factor. Yeah, they get, they get pick, first round draft pick. Wow, and then three early second round, 21, 22, 24. But historically, someone like Oliver has gone for two first rounds. And you look at Tim Kelly, two so first rounds in a second, I think. thinking cash, you absorb everything in the Oliver contract as well. Because you've got to factor that in as to mm. what price this is all about. That's interesting. I don't think you'd want, I don't think Adelaide would be wanting to take on a million dollars. They've never done it before. No, that's true. They wouldn't. So hey, who's getting a new contract? Who? Well, we'll talk about list management during the trade period. Mm-hmm. Ben King at Gold Coast. Their boss there, Craig Cameron, their list manager, says they're putting a new deal in front of him. He's got a year to go, but they're mm-hmm. putting a new deal in front of him. So that's their belief in Ben and stops any talk of the... Uh, they're twins, aren't they? Are they twins or just brothers? Max and Ben. I forget now. Um, good question. No, I can't they're remember. Brothers. Are they they're brothers. They look alike. Yeah, it's because well, they're brothers. Being paired up, so... Um, I don't think they us? are, are they? I can't uh, Someone let us know. We'll yeah. Google it. Benny. Can you find out, twin, uh, King Brothers? Hey, well, how bad would it and be? And well done to the uh, two young Indian, the Twinians on uh, My Kitchen Rules last night. I don't know about this. Is they uh, identical twins? Good. <laughs> they are. Well done. Thanks, Ben. We should have known that. What is What happened on My Kitchen Rules? I don't watch this No, stuff. the Twinians one, uh, two uh, Indi- uh, young Indian girls. Oh, okay. And uh, they cook magnificently, and they're twins. Very good. Yeah, and they were called the Twinians, Rich. Okay. I nice digress. No. Jacob Kasitsky, Kasitsky, yes, difficult name to say, uh, from Hawthorne. Richmond. Has, hasn't quite delivered. That's where he's going. Well, it's the buzz. Yeah. North Melbourne were very keen early. Let's have a listen to AFL.com's Josh Gabalich on Josh Kasitsky. Easy to say, Cozzy. <laughs> it's an interesting one, Sarah. I mean, right now, Richmond has pick 25 and pick 44. I dare say that pick 44 gets it done in the end. If you look at Kaczynski this year, he played the 12 games, was squeezed out across the year. I mean, they went with Fergus Green at times, who's in a bit of limbo at the moment. They recruited Brandon Ryan mid-year as a mature age recruit out of the Northern Bullants, and he played ahead of Kaczynski at other times. They did offer Jacob Kaczynski another year at Hawthorne, but he had some options. North Melbourne was really interested in Jacob Kaczynski, but Richmond has won the race in the end, and he'll get at least two years, potentially a three-year deal in the end. And I think the the fascination here with Hawthorne is wow. if they get pick 44 from Richmond, that might be the pick they use to sign Marbiol Chole <laughs> from oh. the Gold Coast Sun. So still plenty to play out in the Chole space with Adelaide clearly heavily into Marbiol Chole, but just one to keep an eye on. And apparently wow. have offered him three years. Well, you, you wouldn't be giving t- pick 25 for Kasitsky. You could keep up with these cards, don't you? Mm. So pick 44, that's uh, reasonable. Uh, a young player and a good player is Devin Robertson that plays for Brisbane. Danny Daly. Is he going home? 
general manager of footy. Well, let's find out. Spoke to Gary and Tim this morning about Robertson. Yeah, we're hoping to get an answer from Debbie the today or tomorrow. Um, we've been in uh, constant contact with his management group over the last two or three days. Uh, Debbie's been out and about for a couple of days, so um, enjoying life. So uh, hopefully today when he's a bit fresher and a bit more um, settled in the mind, um, he'll come to a decision today or tomorrow. But we're hoping he stays. He's an important part of our of our team and um, you know played 14 games this year, so we're very hopeful that he stays with us. West Australian, isn't he? Yeah. 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 He's the one they went over there and gave the him 30, the 30 Eagles seconds. He was a big on that one. Yeah, he could get the godfather offer. Mm. Would it be delivered by Don Pike? Why, why would Don Pike not want to coach anymore? There's been so much talk about him being the CEO of the West Coast Eagles. There we is. know he has great business acumen, but, yep. gee, I would think there's unfinished business as a coach. We'll have to get him on. Mm. Uh, this is what Damien Barrett, the Purple Warrior, had to say. It's now becoming quite real that the next job that Don Pike might have, guys, is as CEO of the West Coast Eagles. Um, I do know that a recruiter for that particular role for the Eagles has officially reached out and has engaged in correspondence with Don and others. But I would uh, argue that it's Don's job to say no to if, if indeed he wants to get his own head around. That'd be a good move for Don in the sense of going back to West Coast. But your point's right. Surely he's still got senior coaching aspirations. Well, well, he's had opportunities and he hasn't put his hand up That's for true. them. So maybe may, maybe uh, the fire's not in the belly. Let's go to the phones, Roach. And first up, there is Mark oh, at Lewis. You worked that out, did you? Well, I was straining my <laughs> no eyes. No more excuse. Oh, fair dinkum. He's an excuse machine. G'day, Mark. What do you got for us? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I'm, I've spent a few minutes just pondering about the Adelaide squad this year had Tyson Stengel been in there. I mean, I think we let we let a really good mm. player go and I'm I I still I'm still a bit sad about that. But anyway, that's another thought. Um uh, but I'm just a little disturbed with some of the names of the uh, Adelaide people are wanting to let go and I reckon it's gonna burn us again, like the Stengels and the uh, you know, going back even further, Levers McGovern's, etc., etc. I know they probably had a stronger case to leave. Yeah, no, well, Levo wanted to go home, which a lot of people do. Well, Borlase, I mean, they've got Borlase on a what seems like a list to be moved on and Himmelberg and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, I think they're still of value to us. Well, you've got to keep upgrading the list, don't you? And uh, they're happy to keep Himmelberg. He's got a year to go, but they've been given an offer. And um, is, is he going to be in your side, Mark, ahead of Phil Thorpe? Uh, no, probably not. No, and that's that's the problem. So the kid's not getting any opportunities. So that's probably why he wants. And, to and the other one, that, um, McAdam, uh, Shane McAdam. I I really think he's a he's going to be a really powerful player for the forward lines. Mm. To let him go, I just think that's a, that's a that's a big one. I think that's going to hurt us. Well, look, he what is he twenty seven now? Um, they didn't want to let him go. They offered him two years. There was no interest from anyone. And uh, from left field, Melbourne heard, if we give him three, we can get him. Uh, they gave a good sales pitch and he's decided to go. So that's that's the business. Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, look, I, I don't think we're talking about massive names. I like McAdam because he gives a bit of X factor. He's a bit like McGovern was uh, when he was yeah. the third or fourth forward. But back then, that's when the club was flying with Walker, Jenkins, Lynch and Betts. So he didn't get as much heat. I wouldn't be crying over losing Mitch McGovern 
he hasn't done a hell of a lot for what he's getting paid in the nicest possible way. He's found a bit of form this year in defence. So you can't keep them all. Nope. Um, but I, I understand nope. what you're okay. saying. And I get nervous with tools going like uh, Elliot Himmelberg. You just wonder whether the penny will drop. It takes later in life in their careers. And we saw that with McCann I just as thought well. Duday was going to be a solid backman for us, but he's gone. But would you give him five years after having two knee recos? I know Brisbane are at 600000 or would you rather back in Josh Worrell and get a second-round uh, pick for Duday? See, that's, it's, it's a fine science, yeah. and it's not an exact science, but it, it's difficult. You can't keep everyone. Yeah. Hey, good call, yeah, Mark. You've, um, thanks. We'll give you a, we'll give you a fifty dollar IGA voucher. I understand there's been a few texts saying people are disappointed. Duday's going, but um, if I was doing list management, I would be letting him go. Based on I, I wouldn't what be giving criteria? yeah I wouldn't be giving five years and six hundred thousand. I like what I see with Josh Worrell. Yeah, I like the fact that he's a left footer. I like the fact that he's got youth and uh, mm-hmm. he attacks the ball like Tommy. Tommy's a good player. Yes, he is. And you're going to get a second round draft pick. You've got to keep evolving your list. They've got major challenges in defence. So how do you factor that in? Well, you've got Mark Keane, and uh, I know you've got Nick Murray out for yeah. a year, but Keane steps up. And if they get Petty, mm. let's not forget okay. Petty was originally a defender. Mm. So I'm sure there's things happening behind the scenes. Need to go to a break, Roach. We'll be back with more of CMC Invest Draft or AFL Trade updates shortly. Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. Nineteen on a Wednesday afternoon, it's hump day, and we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. And we have gifts. We've already given away three IGA vouchers, $50 IGA vouchers, Rouge. Um, we have 13 Dr. Pickles Deluxe Pickle Packs for tattoo healing and rejuvenation. So if you've got an old tattoo, or if you've just had a new tattoo after winning a uh, your local granny, this is the gear that you need. It's worth $44.95. Just ring us right now on 1300 736 736 and Bumfluff Benny will give you a Dr. Pickles Deluxe Pickle Pack for tattoo healing and rejuvenation. Just say that, Roach. I'm not going to. I need to sit down. Sit? Why? Well, I'm just reading the transcript of Damien Barrett, who's on trade radio for us, talking yep. about Clayton Oliver. Now, you asked me yesterday about West Coast holding the number one draft pick. Would mm-hmm. they be prepared to trade it? And we heard their list management team say, yeah, well, you bring us something to talk mm-hmm. about. We'll have the discussion. But at this point, we want to hold. So Damien Barrett is saying, if you want to talk about getting Clayton Oliver out of Melbourne to your football club, quote for quote this is, it's pick one overall in the draft that you're going to have to get your hands on as a starting point, and a starting point only. Well, why are you shocked about that? What do you need to sit down for? What's going on in your head? We only said in the last break that Tim Kelly went for two number one draft picks and a but second round. The number one draft pick. Not a first rounder. No, the yeah, number, number one. one, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got 20, to be a lot of trading having to go on to make 20, this deal. Happen. 26 and won four BNFs. Wow, you're going to have to first deal with West Coast. Mm hmm. It's a lot of movement to go on here with this. And well, no one's talking from either Melbourne, Clayton Oliver, 
it's the silly season. Let me give you something simple, all right? right. So you, you don't prefer have to, sit to be down, simple. All right? yes. Are you relaxed? Yes. Okay, here we go. Here's a good text that's come through. Uh, Henry from Melbourne. G'day, Henry. Hello, Henry. He's a good man. Hi, boys. These are the deals I like, Rooch. I'm a simple man. One for one. Hi, boys. Xavier Dersma for Zerk Thatcher. Yeah, get the paperwork in. Let's do it. You would do it? Yep. You'd be happy to do that? Yep. Port fans, would you be happy to do that? All right, so you give away someone that you know. Uh, still has upside, Xavier Dersman. He's had uh, interrupted two seasons. Well, had a great pre-season. You want something? Okay, well, do you tell me who your wings are going to be? I'm putting Bergman on one of them. Okay. All right, who's on the other? Might be Farrell. You're going to put Farrell back to wing and not in defence. Mm. What about... You'd want to be confident about Josh Sin's body if you give, give him well, a... Well, how long have we been debating that? Yeah, two or three years now. I'd, have, I'd be happy with Sin and Bergman on the wings if Josh Sin can have a good... You would need to convince me on that one. Yeah. Yep. And then your defenders, um, you'd have Lockie Jones, Zerk Thatcher, Aaliyah, Farrell, Houston, McKenzie. Mm. Okay. And you're still after... Jace Burgoyne's still around. Oh, yeah. And uh, the other one you're chasing... <laughs> Radagalia. Yeah, Radagalia. So <laughs> yeah, he's in there joking. as well. Yes. Uh, Radagalia. Yeah. Not too bad. Nice one, Henry. I'd do that deal, I think. Uh, what have we got? Uh, oh, is this from Josh Jenkins? Okay, sorry, sorry. Well, Josh uh, has had a bit to say this afternoon yes, in, too. Yes, in Melbourne. He's been talking about Port Adelaide Footy Club. Now, we have, we've only been, this has just been paraphrased to us. We haven't heard it. But he, I think he's. Well, having... I've read some of the transcript, and Josh Jenkins is making a very good point here. We know what Port Adelaide is, and we know where they fell down this year. He's making the very strong point: if they do not find answers at the front end of their team lineup and at the back end, forwards and defenders, they're going to slip out of the eight. Okay, let's hear from Josh Jenkins. I, I mean, Dixon for me, for mine, is just insurance next year. I, I'm, there's no way I'm playing him ahead of Ollie Lord next year at all. I, I, I like what I've seen from Lord. He's competitive. He fights hard. He can pick it up on the ground. He kicks some goals uh, via general play in that final against Brisbane. So I really like what he brings to the table. He's out of contract uh, ne- at the end of next year. I'd be getting that signed up quickly. I've, I've got. I think he's got a big future ahead of him. He's probably that forward ruck as well. So I wouldn't be playing Dixon ahead of Ollie Lord at any stage, providing that Lord's doing doing enough as a young player. It's an interesting call. I know um, who they'll back in first. They'll back in Dixon. Uh, if Dixon has a good, if Dixon has a good summer, I think yeah. it's good for the development of Ollie Lord for the both of them mm. to be out there as the two tools. But then you've got that situation with Georgiades in there as well, and Marshall, and Marshall. So yeah, it gets a little bit congested, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, it was interesting. We were staggered with a, a young man only getting a one-year deal. We don't know if that was the club or Ollie Lord, but that's what happened at the start of the year, wasn't and it? We've forgotten the other name to add into that list is Finlayson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't get one of the deals done, he could be your tall defender, Roach. But then again, you need Ruckman as well. Will Jordan Sweet do the job? Oh. Jeremy will have to. So Can many. You just go. Can you just <laughs> fast forward to the end of this book and tell us how it all ends? And then we get texts like this. What about Mead with uh, eight <laughs> E's and eight A's? I know. And, uh, yeah, uh, he's got some yeah. talent, that lad. Uh, 424. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Standing in the Hall of Fame. Right on 4.30, Rooch. Did you 
you know that Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000? That's the Super Bowl, which you've been to. Yes, and I know you have to get in quick for this one because it all ends on November 12th. Oh, so very, get in quickly. Good, Rich. You've read something. Uh, just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12th and you're in with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. T's and C's apply. Hey, Blakey has sent a text. Ooh, Are you ready? Always interesting. Hi, lads. The whole Clary Oliver trade has been manufactured by Hutchie to give Trade Radio a couple of days' content before free agency opens on Friday. AFL Media is more than happy to believe this ridiculous trade rumour, but vehemently dismissed the other rumours around Oliver during the year. Cheers from Blake. Well, can I just say, Blake, that Hutchie had nothing to do with this. This story was actually dropped by AFL.com's Riley Beveridge and Cal Toomey. In regards to the second part of your text, uh, I think for litigious reasons, people can't really comment on that. Can they? Whether it be no. false, true or indifferent. No. And that could be just speculation as well. Blake, Unless you were with him, Blake, and you can tell us something. I think Blake uh, would, would echo what you said earlier. Do your due diligence. Mm. Mm. Uh, what have we got here? Kimbo and Roach. Don't forget Tom McCallum and Kyle Marshall are a year older next year. Very good defender yep. prospects. Yep. Port have as backup. So that's yep. from Mickle. Needs a bit of that's work true. There. Needs a bit of work. Hi, Dave and Roachy. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I'm Dave, apparently. Have been for five years. Uh, how did the nearest pin for the grand final go? I had Bobby Hill for the North Smith oh, and the Pies to win one. by 19. Cheers from Mo from Port yeah. Nalunga. Moe boy, um, well done on Bobby Hill. Uh, but that's a tiebreaker question. And the margin was four points. You had 19, so you were miles away. Love your work, though. One day, tell me why you call me Dave. Um, one more, Roach, before we go to the news. And then Stixie Phillips joins us. Hey, fellas, I haven't seen anything about zero. Is that a typo or not? Zero Thatcher, Zerk Thatcher, that jumps out at me. But Dersma is a jet. No thanks, no way in terms of that deal. Jeff from Salisbury. Well, Jeff, you're going to have to come up with something to make this deal. Port haven't got great draft cards to play here. Their first pick is number 38. Mm. Then the next one's 44. Yep. The one mm. after that is 71. But you got Jason Horn Francis, Roach. I'm not disputing that, but they've got three players at the door wanting to come in. I know. You've got to give something to get something. Exactly. Uh, one more text here because it's a nice one. Uh, well explained to the last caller, Kimbo. I think that was Mark. That rang through, made perfect sense with a thumbs up. You'd make a great list manager, but that would also leave Roach by himself and in charge of the buttons. That's from Modbury Mac. That would not be good for anyone. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Thirty-seven on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 14.7 degrees outside. And we're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. Fair dinkum. How long have we got of trade and drafts and all that, Roach? Well, we got free agency starting on Friday, Friday. And then we go through all of next week with the trade period and then finish it off. Was it Monday or Tuesday next week? I'm going to go crazy boy then. And the amount of text coming through. Here's another one. Uh, Harry Mackay oh. ha- has been raised in a trade for Clayton Oliver. 
Then it says, no, in fairness, it's just another chance to play Robbo on Harry Mackay. Harry Mackay <laughs> has to fix himself because Carlton can't have a player uh, for the next seven me. Yeah, days. that's from Henry in Melbourne. We love it too. Uh, no, Harry's staying where he <laughs> is. All right, time to talk about the uh, draft combine, Rouge. Brenton Stixie Phillips, a friend of ours, is the Sandful State Talent Manager and the 2023 AFL Draft Combine gets underway this Sunday at Margaret Court Arena. 61 players have been invited. I think only 11 from South Australia. Is that a thin representation? Let's find out from the man himself, Stixie. Hello, Brenton. Kimbo, Roach, how are we? We have we enjoy this chat every, this time every year. Uh, uh, 61... I'm, I'm, I know I'm a year older every time you blokes ring. <laughs> yeah, we're like clockwork. <laughs> we love you, though. Um, 61 <laughs> players invited. Is that the norm? And is uh, 11 uh, average representation for South Australia? Uh, 61 is an extremely low number. Mm. Uh, once upon a time, they used to be up around about the 100, 120 sort of mark. Mm. So they've decided in their wisdom to scale it back. Um, Why? What's the logic? Out of, uh, I just think that they, out of that 120, there's a fair portion of those that didn't get drafted. So they, okay. they're probably okay. trying to go a little bit skinnier. It's a bit along the lines of the... Um, mental well-being these days. They of talk course. quite often about that sort of stuff, so they, they shrink it back to to get the numbers to what they think will be in the draft window. So out of that 61, our numbers, South Australian numbers, equate to seven, So, uh, which is fairly skinny for, for us in terms mm. of the numbers going, but probably represents near on 11 or 12% of the, of the draft uh, or the players over there. So it's probably under par for us, I would say. Brendan, at the start of the year, one of our favourite listeners, Tim Tam Pauling, rang, sent text messages, was all over us saying, you have got to keep an eye on Taylor Goad at South Adelaide. Kid that well, is going to... Well, we want to know from you, how good was that mail? And what has he become this oh, year? Oh, that mail was very good. Yeah. Uh, look, we've been... We've known of Taylor for some time, uh, probably a couple of years now. Mm. We've sort of followed his progression. Um, wasn't overly keen on football. Went to Westminster College when was going through the college system. Uh, and he played football because that's what he wanted. That's, you know, just wanted to play with some mates. Wasn't yep. going to take it overly serious. And this year, early this year, the penny dropped and he thought, well, I might have a go at this. And, um, yeah, he's really taken it by storm. He's 206 centimetres. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him run the 20-metre sprint at the um, at the combine because when we we did our state testing, he clocked in around about the the 2.95 or thereabouts over 20 minutes. So that's that's a leap for a man of that size. And mind you, he took about six steps to get to the 20 metres. <laughs> uh, so where, where would he, he be likely quite, to go in the draft? Oh look, he he could go fairly high. Really, depending on what um, what clubs um, want to hang on to. Look, he's a developing ruckman. You know, if you if you're looking at purely a ruckman, he's four or five years away from playing Mm. AFL football. He's not the one that's going to slot in and play next year. He's going to be a developing slow burn. But you've got a big athletic kid that that's going to be fairly good 
come the end of his uh, um, development phase. Mm. Uh, Stixie, I went through Kautumi. He's normally on the money. He's done his top 30. He updates it all the time. There's only three South Australians uh, in there that I could see. Uh, Jack Deline, yep. uh, Astor, is it Moyer? And, um, Moyer, Moyer. Astor Moyer, yep. yeah. And William yep. McCabe, who yep. we won't get anyway. He'll probably go father and son because he's the son of uh, Luke McCabe. Correct. Uh, he'll go to Hort. We anticipate, yep. anticipate he'll go to Hawthorne under the father-son um, Bracket, so he's he's one to go there. He's a, a tall defender, um, so he had a reasonably un, uh, good uh, national championships. And we spoke about Taylor goes. Aston Moyer plays that hybrid forward, a, a bit the Eugle Hagen style. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's someone that can get after a ball in the air, and he, he can kick the ball beautifully on both sides of the body. So he's he's a likely prospect. And then we've probably got. Probably the the rest of them just sit outside that thirty bracket um, that we expect to go. The kid from North Adelaide came at Corliffe, Port Augusta region, um, big strong midfielder that uh, that's a possibility. Bodie Ryan that plays down back for Glenelg, um, he's an intercepting, rebounding defender, so he's he's another one we 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 like. And and Will Patton from West Adelaide, he's uh, once again he's a rebounding, smooth-moving left foot that comes out of the defensive half and kicks it really nicely. He's another one that we think will go quite well. We'll try and talk to some of these young lads. We've done it every year over the next couple of weeks. But tell us how our player managers work. So someone like Jack DeLing uh, from South Adelaide, yep. who is, looks like he may go top 30, um, how, how are they managed at this age over the last couple of years? They, they, they get aligned to a management company and then, what, they're getting shopped around? Just take us through what happens over the last couple of years. Well, there's no shopping around as such. So they'll uh, they will get an expression of interest from numerous uh, management groups that mm. want to manage these young fellas. So um, they'll get a letter of offer to start with. Then it's up to the individual player and the parents to to sign with a certain management group. Some of the big ones, you know, the Connors of the world, they're mm. the big ones. Uh, or you could go with a smaller boutique one. So really, depending on your style and what uh, what you think would suit your needs. So, Sticks, so they don't, they they don't go them. to the club. They can go direct to the youngster or their parents. They, they need to... Um, I think they the, they need to actually notify the club that they are going to approach okay. the player. So, for argument's sake, Brenton Phillips playing at North Adelaide. The letter would have gone to North Adelaide that they're going to approach Brenton Phillips and then they can approach after seven days, I think it is, they, they can then physically approach that particular player. They can do it, uh, I reckon they can start to approach them after their 16th year, but they can't okay. sign them to their 17th year. So the approaches start in their 16th year, the signing of that player becomes in their 17th year of the draft. Brendan, this hopefully, draft... Hopefully that makes sense. Yep, yep. This National Draft Combine on the weekend, what... If you were going there as a list manager, recruiting manager for AFL club, which part of the testing yep. do you think resonates most with the clubs at the moment? It's really interesting. It's they've changed it around this year, Rich. So they go in on the Friday yep. this year. They'll go in uh, Friday and they'll run the two K on the Friday. So that's the one that usually gets most of the participants nervous. Yep. The the dreaded two Ks because that is a 
uh, a gut-busting exercise. So they're going to run that first, whereas previously they've run that on the last day. So okay. they'll run the 2 k They will then go into interviews on the Saturday. How long does that go for? Clubs. How long does that go for, the interviews? The 2 Ks? No, the interviews. The interviews would go all day. So I reckon the 2 K would go for 2 Ks, Sticks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how long will it go for, though, in terms of time? Yeah, Come yeah, on, if you want to be smart. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, yeah, Brent, get into him. You're pretty good. It's about five minutes, I was going to say. 5.30. No, the, 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 the mental right. side of the game now, we know what it's a big issue, and mental welfare. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, the, the interviews will go all day Saturday, so oh, they'll, uh, all day. Looking, at the, looking at the schedule, they'll, uh, there'll be a fair bit of downtime, but there, there's medical screenings on the Saturday morning and then AFL interviews Saturday afternoon. So they'll, um, they'll be all day at the interviews. As I said, some will have 18 interviews to, to do. Some wow. might have six or seven interviews, depending. So, um, that yeah, is nerve-wracking so, uh, for a young kid, isn't it? Very, very nerve-wracking, especially when you see your teammate or someone else having 18 interviews and you, you've yeah. only got the six <laughs> and you start second question and what's going on. But uh, as we keep saying to all our players, yeah, you might, but you only need one club mm. to accept you. That's all you need. You only need one club to like you, no matter how many interviews you have. You need one club to call your name out on the on the particular night, oh, and on the Sunday they they finish off with um, the other component of the fitness, which is the jumping, and the sprints and the agility. So that that finishes them, rounds them off on the Sunday before they come oh, get home. So that all gets underway on Sunday at Margaret Court Arena, um, and then yep. the following week on October the fourteenth at Nazareth College, South Australia yep. have their own draft. Combine uh, now. Take us through that. Is that e- exactly the same? And and uh, is it invitation only, or can anyone rock up? It no, nah, it's invitation only. So the way the national combine works, so all eight, uh, all eighteen of the AFL clubs are asked to submit a list of fifty. So the AFL will then collate that list, and then they will work out. It's almost like a golf uh, tournament where there's a cutoff. So if you've made the cutoff, you go into the national. So okay. you, you might have received six or seven nominations to go to a national combine. You might have received 18. So they, them lads are then pushed into the national combine. After that, the clubs will then go, this is a national combine. Who do you want to see at your individual state combines? And then that list gets tallied again. So the ones that go to the state combine usually have about three to four clubs that have registered interest in them. So this year we have uh, 12 going to that state combine. All right, we've given you all the nice questions. We're live and interactive. There's a few texts coming through, Stixie, so you better put your helmet on. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> afternoon, guys. South Australia has really slipped in our elite development. There needs to be some more accountability for those at the Sandful state level. That's from Chris. Uh, fair or unfair? Oh, look, it'd be fair to say that this year we've uh, dropped a little bit this year, uh, but we've got some pretty good groups coming through next year and the year after, let me tell you. Um, the two Camparelli boys, they went mm. to the, the AFL Futures game on the weekend. Ben Camparelli won the medal. Um, uh, City Draper was uh, very close. to He probably was very close to winning it himself, so he's won every, every medal this year at national level, so... Um, so we've got some talent coming through next year. So Scotty Walsh's lad. One bad. 
Scotty Walsh, Tyler Walsh, Walsh um, yeah. will, will be coming through. So, um, yeah, so we've got some, as I said, some talent moving through for the next year or two. All right. Uh, and last one here. Well, there's a stack of them coming through. Hi, boys. National Draft Combine this week. Any news on the SA boys heading across and any prospects for the South Australian clubs? Um, if you were Port, who would you send there, Stixie, out of the South Australians? Who would I send yeah, to Port Who would Adelaide? you send to Port? Who would you send to Adelaide? Uh, I'd, look, I'd look at someone like Kay McCall if we go to Port, just a big um, midfielder that can uh, mix it up through there. Um, Adelaide, I'd be looking. Ashton Moyer would be one I'd, I'd probably be targeting to go to Adelaide. Love it. Hey, Stixie, always good to catch up with you. Will you head over there with the boys? No, I'm, I'm sending some staff across there, but, uh, yeah, no, they should have a good weekend across there. Sticks, really appreciate your time. Let's hope a lot of these South Aussie boys get drafted eventually. Cheers. Thanks for the time, boys. There he Thanks, is, Brad Phillips, uh, Sample State Talent Manager. Well, that explained things a little bit better. Yes, Big very, weekend, isn't it? It's enormous. Oh, I'd be nervous as hell if I was yeah. a young fella going over there, but... You, uh, they're a lot more brash and mature than when we were young fellas, Rich. Speak for yourself. Well, I would, yeah. I still, right. Still haven't grown up. What do you Karen got? Karen Rolton-Oval. Uh-huh. First innings complete. Tasmania 381. Uh-huh. Gives them a 74-run lead on South Australia. And the big news from the SA bowling ranks, I just want to get the final figure, sorry, i just deal with the screen. Jordan Buckingham, 7 for 71 off 23.1 overs. That's quite, quite... A return, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's good. A massive return. Well, they still made more than us, though, Roach. I know. But yeah, right. Here we go. Buckingham deserves a bit of praise for okay, that. No, that's true. That's nice. It's a nice haul. Considering us, this is a text, yeah. considering Asava is in his second year of trying to get to Port, what are the odds of another team picking him if he walks to the draft? Ricky G from There's Cairns. There's a lot of that, and one of them in particular would be Adelaide. Oh, gee, imagine that. Mm. Imagine that. Hey, uh, Roach. Another one might be Hawthorne. Mm. Mm. Really? They can't take that risk, Port. Um, we're nearly done for another day. Uh, Danny Daly, he's one of the big Assistant wigs. coaches at Brisbane, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was on with Gary and Tim this morning. We heard Mark Stone did his analysis or review of what went wrong on the day uh, in the grand final. Here's Danny Daly on the grand final review. We're very proud of our performance, but we'll have a review today of the game and... Uh you know, there'll be moments in the game that players will think about for the next three months, no doubt, about things they could have done better. And um, But to be brutally honest, our players have been unbelievable since the grand final. Hey, Danny, uh, are the players part of this review? Yeah, we'll grab them for an hour and just go through a few things. It's um, more of just some missed opportunities that Fags will go through. It's um, won't be anything brutal by any stretch of the imagination. It'll just be more about some learnings from the game so they can go away with. And, uh, but it'll be more positive than anything. Who said the other day this was a grand final that neither team deserved to lose but only one could win? It summed it up. They were two very, very really? good combatants. I yeah, thought it was a good line. I thought Collingwood was the better side. No, but you can't have been very unlucky cannot, to win. Well, put it this way. You cannot say that Brisbane didn't put everything on the line. Well, they two, different, two, different, two different questions. Yeah, but that's Bruce. why the phrase is a grand final that neither team deserved to lose but only I one could win. I don't subscribe to that okay. because if Collingwood uh, had lost in those last few seconds, I think they were the better side on the day. They would have been unlucky. No, Whereas I, I don't was... think I don't think Brisbane are unlucky to have oh, lost. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Well, just my view, Rich. Right. Uh, what's this text say here? Uh, Jeez, legends, you're harsh and brutal these days. Yeah, yeah <laughs> legends. Your old radio station. Well, that could be everyone in Adelaide <laughs> for me. Not for me. Uh, no, you've only been at one. Legends. Your old radio station is a jinx for Crows players. As soon as they are regulars on the station, they leave. 
Dangerfield, Tippett, Betts, Crouch, Eddie Betts, and now Tom Duda. Yeah, same happens with co-hosts, but I didn't say that. Oh, did, oh. did, you, have a little, did you have a little dig, Rooch? I just noticed somehow that it's always the co-host. That, no, I'm not saying anything. Oh, oh, sorry, you're having it. Oh, you're having a go at Rowie. Oh, come on, you're so slow today. Well, Do I have to buy you a coffee? That would have been nice, you know, 16. Um, oh, I thought I'd just let the truck come in and you'd continue to drive it. No, 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 no I wasn't going there, Rooch. <laughs> If you want to be sour and bitter, you're on your own. <laughs> oh, really? You should do your show at the cricket and double the crowd. <laughs> That's from Chopsy. I like it. Well, you haven't noticed that. Well, the world has roots. Right. All right. We don't have to go there. It's not our business. We gave well, our respects. Was to, for a while. We gave our respects to Mark Bickley when yes. he got shoved out. Yes. And we got him. We got our man. Kimbo, what's your gut say? Can Crows be ruthless and get Clary Oliver? If they do, Crouch shouldn't have been signed. <laughs> There's some truth in that. I don't think they'll get Clary Oliver. Uru. Good night, everyone. <laughs>